Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. Hey, good morning, everybody, and thank you for um, tuning in to us. You are you are listening to um, our show here at uh, Spiritual Intelligence, and we are uh, going to have a really special guest today. And her and her name is Gabrielle Stone. She's an actress, uh, winning award-winning actress and director. And we have her. Gonna, I'm going to be dialing her in a few minutes. But in the meantime, I just wanted to say hello to everybody out there um, that uh, has been emailing me about you know, being on the show today. Um, and it is, um, uh, I, I really appreciate your, um, your, um, I appreciate your feedback and I will be, um, we're actually, we're, we're trying to get Gabrielle on the phone. So if you guys can just hold on for a second, um, and we will go ahead and uh, start the show. But in the meantime, you guys, thank you so much for um, all the feedback again. And I, I want to say hello to everybody across the planet that's been emailing me. And I appreciate all your feedback as well. And I know that we're going to be uh, uh, in other countries as well. And please let me know ahead of time what is your, uh, you know, what country are you emailing me, uh, emailing me from? Because it would just be wonderful to find out what you guys are doing and who's and who's coming in and you know who's listening because it really it means a lot. So um, please go ahead and do that. I would love for you to do that. Um, also, um, hold on a second, everybody. Yes, hi there, um, Harlan. I'm on the air right now, and so I wanted to let you know that um, if Gabrielle called the number of 646-668-8494, that's her calling into the studio, and that would be a really great thing to do. And so we're on air right now, so I just wanted to let everybody know that um, she's going to be calling in, and our guests will be calling. I'm here. Okay. Um Gabrielle, can I have you call the the studio directly? Yes, can you give me that number? That's 646 Isn't it awesome to have the little technical difficulties? It's like it makes it all part of the show, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so it just it's just it's a uh it's one of those things where it, it's always great uh, that it's you know it's going to be a great show when there's always these these little mistakes that are that are happening you know it, the little mishaps. But in the meantime, uh, in the meantime, I want to uh, just uh, make sure that all of you are. And here's and here she is. Hello. Hi, sorry about that. I was waiting for a call to come in, and it never came. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. There's a, there was a little technical difficulty. I, I thought you had gotten the message, but it doesn't matter. You're on the phone now, and that's what really matters. So um, 
we'll just start the re reintroduction. First of all, everyone, this is award-winning actress and director Gabrielle Stone. And uh, she is, um, she's been in an entertainment family. Uh, you know, her mom is Dee Wallace and her, her father is Christopher Stone. And she's got a, a book out, everyone. And her book is Eat, Pray, Hashtag FML. So uh, we, uh, she's going to let us know what this book is about and also what is she up to as far as the directing and acting. So thank you so much, Gabrielle, for um, being on the show today. This is Spiritual Intelligence, by the way. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be on with you. Yeah. So, you know, I, I have a little bit of a um, a paragraph about the book and um, wow, what an amazing process and journey did you go through? Yeah, I mean, I it just had. Um, Please go ahead. It, it was it was definitely it was quite a year for me in 2017. <laughs> I can see that, and I, just just so that everybody, because I want to talk about you know everything that. I mean, the journey was an and it was an amazing journey, and I can see why you wanted to write a book. Um, and so, just so that everybody has a little bit of, of what the book is about, it's like you 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 were recently married, right? And um, had and had found out that your husband was having an affair with a with a teenager. With the 19-year-olds, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So I was married for almost two years. I found out he was having an affair with a 19-year-old for six months. So I filed for divorce and left. Shortly after that, I met a man and we fell madly in love with each other and had a whirlwind romance. And he convinced me to go on a month-long trip to Italy with him. And uh-huh. we were super happy meeting each other's families. We were like, this is it. Um, and 48 hours before we were getting on a plane he broke up with me and told me he needed to go by himself. And I was absolutely devastated, but I had a decision to make, and that was either stay at home and be heartbroken or go travel Europe for a month by myself. So I took my backpack and no plans and went and did seven countries over the span of a month and then wrote a book about it. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And so tell me a little bit more about how was that? I mean, because, so you go and you wander off and you and you decide to go to wherever your your you know your intuition takes you, but tell me what is the pro because obviously the you're writing the book about how what your transition was and what the process was, and the end and the end result of it and where are you right now? So can you take me a little bit through like what was the you know what was the process of you and where did you go and some of the the places that you went to and did you learn from those places and what did you take away from it so I started writing the book the day that I landed in London Uh, I knew I was going to write it the second I found out that I was going by myself and I took a leather bound journal with me and started day one and it it wasn't like I was journaling I knew that this was going to be a book so it really if you open up my journal and put it next to the finished book. It's very, very similar, um, almost the same. And, um, and I, I wrote three fourths of it on the trip in between all my, my travels and adventures. And I ended up doing seven countries. So I started in London. I had no plans. Um, so I did London, Amsterdam, Paris, 
Barcelona, Rome, Mykonos, and Sicily. And it was really like divinely perfect how everything happened. Uh, at each place that I went to, I went and ended up meeting someone I needed to meet or learning something I needed to learn. And, you know, the book really, I think why people are resonating with it so much and connecting with it so much is that it reads like a fun Netflix show, but Mm -hmm. during all the the crazy adventures and the fun and the humor that's in it, there is a lot of healing and self-love and ways that you can change your life around. And I think Mm -hmm. that, People, people need to hear that in a less um, preachy way, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think, yeah. I think this book gives them that. Okay. Now, what did you, how can you, uh, and I'm sure, and I want everybody to go and pick up the book. So this isn't about you having to go through the entire book because it, it's good for people to go out and get it. But in this book, I mean, what is it that you can advise you know, someone who's just had such a huge heartbreak because you're, I mean, you really ended up creating quite an amazing um, emotional roller coaster there. I mean, you know, divorcing from a husband from two years and once, you know, being cheated on and then falling in love with someone and them telling you, hey, sorry, you know, I'm going by myself. I mean, that's like major core stuff emotionally. Uh, yeah. You know, that's, um, that's you having to take a look at yourself. And what did you learn from that? Um, so I knew the second I found out I was going on this trip by myself, I knew that it was happening for a reason. I've always been a big believer in everything happens for a reason, but sometimes you can't see what that reason is until you're a little further down the road or on the other side of the situation. But I knew right then and there that, you know, since I was a little girl and I lost my father, my biggest fear has been being okay by myself and not Mm -hmm. feeling like I was ever fine alone. And this was the universe's clear way of me going to finally face that deep, deep fear. And Mm -hmm. um, so it really, you know, I set out on this journey. And one of the biggest things that I knew I needed to learn was how to love myself. And people had been telling me my whole life, you know, that's the most important thing. You have to learn to love yourself before you can love someone else. And I was sitting there going, okay, I'm, I'm ready to do that. Can anyone give me instructions and let me know like how you do that? And nobody right. could give me a clear answer. Um, so I, that was one of the things that I really was searching for. And I'm happy to say that, that I found that and make it a big point. I, in my book, I call it the self-love cocktail and it's really changed my life. And I, I hope that when people read about it, it they can implement it into their lives and, and shift a lot of stuff as well. Okay. So how, so, so when you came back, you were, did you feel more, you felt more healed about your relationship than also about having, being in a relationship? Are you in a relationship now? Um, I have a very special person in my life, but we're, we're taking things slow. I'm, I'm really focused on my career and, um, and my attention has been on healing and, um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely – I've. if I was ever going to be closed off, you know, or put walls up around my heart, it would have been after the divorce when I when it was warranted. But yeah. if I would have done that, I never I never would have fallen in love with the, the guy after that. I never would have had my heart broken, and I never would have gone on this amazing life-altering journey that led me to having this incredible book to share with the world. So I, I'm a big believer in not ever putting walls up around your heart, no matter what's happening to you, because it's always – 
it's always going to teach you something or make you learn something and make you a stronger person in the end. Oh, absolutely. So do you think that a lot of it it has to do with accountability about being able to say, I made a mistake and, oh, yeah, it's mine? Um, Yeah, and I think think a lot in that accountability is where you start to learn stuff. Um, In in the book, I I use a technique that I call the thought onion, and Mm. it's really, you know, you think of it like an onion, and the outer layer is the superficial thought, which is the thought we first have when we react to something that's happening to us. And once you peel that back, there's the authentic thought, and that's kind of like the layer that's what's driving that initial thought, what's the the feeling that's underneath that that brain reaction we're having. And then when Mm -hmm. you pull that back, at the core of it is the subconscious thought, which is like the real gold and meat and potatoes, where it's the subconscious beliefs that are creating you having these thoughts in the first place. And that's the stuff that you need to fix and adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I use that daily on my trip to, to really figure out when I was having these reactions and like wanting to take accountability for them, what was driving that and figuring out that is really when you can start to shift and change the way you act towards situations and, and growing from that. Correct. So, so, so it's not just about in relation with, say, a, a, a mate or a boyfriend or uh, someone. It is also it's an all around in every level of your life as far as communication and also with yourself. It's about having that relationship with self. Am I correct? Oh, absolutely. More importantly, okay. um, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it ends up it ends up being with with a relationship or a friend or a family member, but it all comes back to you. I mean, the reason why you have reactions in specific relationship dynamics is because of like deep core beliefs that you have and triggers that you have from your past. So it's not until you can identify and adjust those that you can start creating different outcomes in those relationships. Correct. So, so do you feel that, that the death of your father and not having a father at a young age, was that part of the, you picking the type of guy that you did? Um, I don't know if it's picking the type of guy that I did, but I do know that because of losing my father at that age, I've always had a fear of abandonment and I've always Mm -hmm. needed a man in my life. Um, So I would always try and have that male figure to kind of replace that hole that was left in my heart when he passed. And that, you know, ended up, obviously when I got older, that turned into boyfriends and I was a serial monogamous and my mom's very much so the same way. And, um, it, it definitely, in the book, I explore a lot of the whole fear of abandonment thing because that is what's run me in my core uh, for so many years. So that mm-hmm. was a big thing that I had to, to look at and go address and, and realize ultimately that I didn't need a man in my life, that I was totally fine and totally okay and, and thrived when I could just be by myself and love myself. Fantastic, yes. So where are you now with that? And and I know that you have someone special in your life, but where are you? Where are you um, emotionally and where, and, you know, where's your growth at? I, you know, at the end of this, uh, this, this is the whole journey that people are going to read about in the book happened over the span of three months, which is insane um, that I, you know, found out about the cheating, went through the divorce, had this new relationship and went to Europe. When I came home from Europe, that was like a three month period. It was very 
condensed and intense and was just one thing after the other. I mean, my friends would call me and be like, what's going on in the Netflix episode of your life today, Gabrielle? Because it was just so ridiculous. No one could believe what was happening. Um, so I can't say that when I came home, I was magically, you know, healed from everything. It, it's a long process, and I had a lot to to digest and take in. But I can say that right now I have never been as grounded and happy and in my own skin as, as I ever have been. And, um, mm-hmm. it's, it, this book was really like therapy for me and it taught me so much. And I think that's why it's getting the type of response that it's been getting because people can really relate to it and it's, it's raw and real. And, you know, I have, I cuss throughout the whole thing and I talk very much conversationally how I would talk normally. And, and I take everyone on this journey with me, and it really was something that changed me as a person. And I am a product of all those decisions that I was making then and the, the work I was doing on myself then. And um, so, yeah, I mean, as far as now, I'm, I, I couldn't be happier. And I am really – it's been very rewarding to get all um, the messages and stuff about people connecting with the material that I've written. So it's been wonderful. Yeah, I would say that everyone who's just had a breakup would probably get a lot out of this book and because it's that part is it's that breakup time that you really wrote about. So now are you going to follow it up? Like, you know, like a continuation because after that you have a healing. And so what happens and how do you maintain your healing? So is there going to be a follow-up? Yeah, I've had a lot of of questions about that um, because there's definitely some cliffhangers with, with certain situations and relationships in this book um so it's definitely a strong possibility I have the whole outline in my head for it but you know these are this is my life and it's it's every character if you will in this book is a real person um Mm -hmm. I was very lucky that um you know the guy that I was supposed to go to Europe with he was super supportive of the book and and signed a release for me as did his family and uh I don't know if I would have been able to release it in a good conscious way without that. Um, So I I think it's dependent on if people will be on board with it, but there's definitely a strong possibility for a number two. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like it because the, the book that you wrote um, and by the way, the name of that book, everybody is eat, pray, hashtag FML. And what does the FML stand for Gabrielle? Just before I continue. Uh, uh, it's F my life. <laughs> it's the oh, okay. That, um, okay. Got it. Got it. Um, <laughs> because it, you know, and once again, it's, it's a great book for those who've just broken up. So, you know, all the, all the feelings that you're feeling, I'm sure that you'll hear it through this process that Gabrielle went through. So this is, I mean, it feels like you're going to do another one because there's got to be a follow-up after that, because what happens after, you know, you've got to right. keep yeah. continuing the, the healing process and all of that. Um, so I'm going to switch gears here a little bit, Gabrielle, because I want to hear more about your directing. What's going on with you and what are you doing right now with your acting and directing? So I just finished a film acting wise called Await the Dawn that should be out sometime next year with Josh Server. And mm-hmm. okay. I am getting, I'm getting ready to head to Texas to do a, another shoot uh, in September. 
So I'm still doing all my acting stuff in, in my spare time. And um, I just directed my second film called After Emma, which just premiered at the Holly Shorts Film Festival. And oh, congratulations. It stars, thank you. Yeah, it was, it was a, a really great premiere that we had. And it stars Amy Smart and Tamor Ghazi. And my, my mother has a role in it, too, which was fun to be able to direct her. <laughs> and, oh, that's um, fun. Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was a really it turned out to be a really great um, piece for my second second directorial effort, and I'm in development to direct a feature next. So we'll we'll see where that all all leads. And then my mom and I are also in early development for a film that we're going to play mother daughter in for the first time. So we're both really excited about that. Oh, that's great! I'd love to see the two of you uh, work on that. That would be really great to see. I, I, I like your mom. She's, you know, been around for quite a long time. So I've watched her throughout many years. But anyways, I would really love to see that. So so what what do you find yourself that is that you feel at this time of your life that is, you know, what do you like best right now, directing or acting? Um, you know, that's such a tough question because there's so many different um, – things that come with each of them. I, I, I started in acting. I've been acting for mm-hmm. over 10 years, so I'm always going to have a passion for, for that and great roles. But the directing, which is kind of newer for me, I've been directing for the last two years now, that has given me a different sense of uh, accomplishment in the creative realm, mm-hmm. if you will. And um, it's, it's really nice to know the type of product you're going to be able to deliver. Um, a lot of times as if when you go in on something, that's just an actress, you, you can go in and do a great job, but you're not sure how that's going to turn out and how it's going to look and if they're doing things right. And so it's, it's really nice when I started directing and producing to know that what I was doing was going to turn out the way that I wanted it to. Um, mm-hmm. And I love being able to work, to work with actors and, and have that collaborative creative environment. So it's, it's been lovely. And then, you know, obviously when the book thing came up, I had, I had written screenplays before, but never, never a novel by any means. So it's kind of this last year has been really nice to have so many different avenues um, that my creativity has been able to, to expand and grow on. I would imagine that what you went through the past year um, your writing and expression has shifted, I'm sure. What do you find different? Um, that's such a good question. It, I really feel with Eat, Pray, FML that it was channeled almost. It, it kind of just came out of me. I mean, I, I wrote the entire thing in three months, and – I had never written a book before, so uh, it was crazy that I just kind of, it just kind of came out in the perfect way. Um, And I think that because of all that and because of what I went through last year, well, I guess it was technically 2017, but it was still healing last year. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just, it's given me a broader perspective. And, um, and I, I think I know much more clearly like what I want and what I don't want and what I'm not willing to settle for. And that mm-hmm. in my life has also translated into my work. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I would say that you would probably have become a stronger director and, you know, more grounded and more and stronger. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, and I, I directed that last project um, probably two months out or no, you know, like a month and a half after I had come home from that trip and, mm-hmm. or no, that's not correct. It was like a year later. Cause I, it was, it was October, but it wasn't definitely wasn't right after. Um, so yeah, I, I had, I had done a lot of work on myself and that it, it did show. I mean, I remember my mom walked off that set and she was like, Oh my God, this was such a crazy experience for me to feel like, you know, I was, taken such good care of by a professional director and it was also my daughter. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's you know, we all have to go through something like this in order to get to the other side and to create a better uh to broaden our perspective and also it's our emotional space, you know, and yeah. how uh, and and growing up, it's really it's a big growing up time and when we grow up like that so so drastically and harsh you know, and we do it in such a big way. It's it's especially someone who is creative. It's it's probably one of the best things, even though it's painful at time. But I've noticed that that's really it. It really shifts people's creativity, um, and not creativity, but it it just it broadens it, and it really becomes stronger. And there's less doubt about expressing, and that's what I've found, and I that's what I see that's happened with you. Yeah. Well, thank you um, for recognizing that. And I'm in total agreement with you. It's, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, if you could take this back and if you could change this. And I would not have changed a single thing about the last two years of my journey. I mean, from the from my marriage, which I learned so much from. And I am also so thankful to be out of. I'm so grateful that he did something so drastic to make it so easy for me to walk away. Um mm-hmm. I'm so I'm so thankful for the relationship that happened after that because it made me realize what love is supposed to really feel like and what I'm not willing yeah. to settle for. And ultimately that breakup forced me to go on this trip to look at things that I had been carrying with myself since I was a little girl and heal those and fix those. And it changed me as a human, that whole experience. And I would have never written this this book to to now reach people and help them heal themselves and you know it it's really full circle when when all of it comes together in a beautiful way yeah it does it really really is it's a beautiful and i'm not gonna you know and and it's about what's happening right now for you and i'm really glad that you're really moving in your career space because it's probably you know it's going to be so much more fulfilling so so what's happening for you in the next, you know, year? What what do you what what are you creating? What do you what are you uh what's coming up for you? Um well right now we've been really focused on the book. Um we uh god, I don't even know if I'm allowed to announce it yet, but there's um we're we have a pending thing to to do it as an audio book. Um so that'll be coming up in the immediate future not sure when exactly it'll be available but um we're we're excited about that and you know i've been doing a ton of press for for this just to to get it Mm -hmm. out there and to to have it reach people and so that's been taking up a significant amount of time and i go to do that that film in september and 
we're we're working on getting the feature that I'm directing up and running. So that's that's definitely next on the the to do list. And we're also um, pitching Eat Pray FML around to shop it as a TV show. So oh, we'll yeah. see if it finds finds a home in that way because I think it would be a really fun story to bring to the screen. That sounds like really, that would be a lot of fun too. And there's so many outlets right now that you can pitch this to. I mean, it's a lot yeah. good. Yes. So yeah, I, I wish you a lot of luck with that. Now, uh, kind of going back to, if you were speaking to a man or a woman out there who've just had a major, big, gnarly breakup like you did, what would you say and what would you recommend? You know, what would be your suggestion to them? leave and go travel for a month by yourself. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, if you can do that, cause it's life changing, but um, my biggest advice would be um, to remind yourself that it's happening for a reason. And that even if you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, I can promise you that once you get to the other side of it all, it's so much more magical and so much more beautiful than you could have ever imagined. So just keep heading in that direction and you will, be so happy when you finally get there. Yeah, yes, definitely. And it, and I just want to add to everybody out there, it's like, you know, if you have a support system, you know, be it a family or group or friends, you know, it's it's good to talk about it, but it's also, it's really good to go to like an outside group outside your family or friends to like be able to get support in a different way and get different perspectives. So I just wanted to you know, be that yeah. however you want it, be it through therapy or through just a simple group, you know, just a group of getting together. It really helps move that and also helps you heal. Um, so also, but we're, and we're going to be wrapping it up in, in a few minutes, but I wanted to also, so how, so tell us how they can reach you and also where is your book selling? Uh, yes. Um, so Eat, Pray, FML is available exclusively on Amazon. You can go to Amazon and type in Eat, Pray, FML. It'll pop up. And um, it's available in ebook and paperback. And if you want to come find me or the book on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I'm at Gabrielle Stone. The book is at Eat, Pray, FML. And if you guys get a copy and are reading. If you post pictures, tag me or the book in it, I'll share them. I love to, to see what people think and, and get reviews. So let me know how you're liking it. Okay. So everybody, uh, Instagram, Gabrielle Stone, and it's also Eat, Pray, FML. Um, so everybody go out there and, and take a look and it's on Amazon and read it. And this is, you know, this would be a really cool thing for you to have also would be a great gift for someone. So I just want to say, thank, say thank you once again. Is there anything else that, that you'd like to, before we leave, Gabrielle, would you, is there anything that you'd like to add to this to, you know, what, what, what do you, what would you like to say to anybody out there who's listening? Um, I just hope that, you know, when people read this, they're able to to laugh and cry and get all the emotions out and have fun and um, and yeah, just remember that it's all happening for a reason and and that's going to be really life changing when you can deeply resonate and and live by that. Okay, fantastic. 
Thank you, everybody, and thank you, Gabrielle, for being on the show today. You are listening to Spiritual Intelligence, and we are on several. Tell your friends that we are on iHeart, we are on iTunes, and we're on Spreaker, and, of course, Blog Talk Radio. And thank you, Lions Radio Network, which we are broadcasting from. And, Gabrielle, if you choose to do another book, please let me know. I'd love to bring you back on and see what the progress has been and where you're at at the time. And I'd love to hear more uh, about your directing and your feelings about being um, a director. You know, And I'd like to touch maybe something about being a, a female director in, a, in the industry. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love that. I will definitely keep you posted. Thank you for having me. All right, everybody, so thank you again, and we'll be back next week with another great show. So once again, here we are, and don't, uh, you know, just keep, just keep it real and keep grounded, everyone. Thank you.